You're listening to the NABS Now podcast, brought to you by the National Association of Blind Students, a proud division of the National Federation of the Blind. Welcome to the NAVS Now podcast. I'm your host, Sayun. We wanted to try something different for this episode. Rather than the conventional interviews, guided by a series of questions for our guests, we wanted you, our audience, to be a part of this episode as well. We have collected a series of questions to be asked to our latest, newest, vibrant members of the National Association of Blind Students Board. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as you hear some responses from our new faces. Welcome to the podcast, guys. So I have three fabulous and newest addition to the National Association of Blind Students for this evening. I'm just going to have everybody introduce themselves briefly, and we'll get to the questions. I'm going to start off with Hunter. Hey, everybody. My name is Hunter Keister. I am from the great state of Wisconsin. I attend the University of Wisconsin-Stout, where I am pursuing a double major in hospitality management and real estate property management, and I serve as board member number one. Pleasure to be here. Of NABS, yes. Pleasure (laughs) to be here. (laughs) Welcome, Hunter. Sarah? Hey, y'all. I'm Sarah Luna from Chicago, Illinois, currently residing in Minneapolis because I'm a student at Blind Incorporated, and I am the NAB's second vice president. Woohoo! Last but not least, Kyle. Hello, I'm Kyle Garcia. I am from San Jose, California, and I attend San Francisco State University, where I'm studying computer information systems. I love the diversity of, of subject fields here. But tonight, everyone is here to answer questions from our membership. The questions that have been asked will be read in no, no particular order, but we'll have some fun with it. So my first submission is from Ethan Fung from California. Ethan asked, What is one unconventional ice cream flavor or topping you think you would enjoy and why? Yeah, right, so... Thanks, Ethan, for the question. Um, I've actually had this at kind of like a bougier um, ice cream parlor when I used to live in Minneapolis um, called Sebastian Joe's. And it was a Bailey's Irish cream ice cream. And it was it was very, very good. But yeah, it was the first time I've ever seen something like it. Ooh. Sarah? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is a flavor that I've been a little scared to try. Uh, and it's avocado because I, I love guacamole. I love avocados. I'm Mexican. I'll eat it on everything. So I'm a little scared that avocado ice cream would be a letdown, but I think I have to try it eventually. All right. That, I love it. I love it. Right, I, I, I guess least. kind of along that same line, I have one that's like, I don't know. I love garlic, but I've also never even tried the garlic ice cream that comes from around home for me and Ethan. Um, and so I'm sure he's heard of it. I don't know if he's tried it either, but I don't know. It, it, I probably would like it, but I've been a little scared to try it because it just sounds weird. Guys, all it takes is courage. <laughs> but Ethan's you don't know the flavor until we try it. Right now. I he's, yeah. 
All right. The next question comes from Ada from Missouri. She asks, If you could go to any concert of any artist alive or dead, who would it be and why? I'm going to start us off with Kyle this time. So I say this as being someone who just saw Paul McCartney for the first time earlier this year. Um, I would go back and see like a whole Beatles concert because they were kind of my first favorite band. And as amazing as it was to see Paul on his own, I would have loved to see all of them together. So, All right, Hunter. Ooh, yeah, I am. I'm struggling here. I love so many different genres of music. It'd be really hard. Um, this is might might be a little controversial, but I I've definitely gotten into po- um, Morgan Wallen in his new double album, Dangerous. Um, if you're a country music art, a fan and you haven't checked it out, definitely recommend. But another safe like if we were to open for somebody, I think I would have to go from Morgan Wallen to Post Malone. Ooh, I like that, Sarah. Well, I just I just want to start out by saying that, I, Kyle, I'm incredibly jealous that you went to see Paul McCartney because he is my favorite Beatle. And originally I was also going to say the Beatles, but, you know, they're notorious. Their concerts were notorious for actually not being able to hear the band because all the fans would just be screaming the whole time. So for the sake of being different, I'll say Queen because I feel like Queen would have been an epic fun show to go to. For real. And I say that confidently because I listen to Queen way too much. <laughs> all right i love it so we have another question submission from missouri the great show me state that i currently reside in this is from our 2022 scholarship winner nancy aguilera nancy asked hi this is nancy aguilera from missouri my question is for the newest board members what do you hope that you will help other blind students gain in your new roles in the National Association of Blind Students? Yeah, so I think um, one of the higher priorities for me as a leader in NABS would be to help students realize their self-advocacy and all the true opportunities that are out there for them. Um, And with a little bit of advocacy, can take them a far, far away in their education and in their personal lives. Oh, Kyle, do you want to take a stab at it? So I think I'm going to kind of build on what Hunter said of not, I'm not going to steal his, but very much related would be confidence because I know that for me personally, that was something I used to struggle with a lot. And if you don't have confidence in yourself and or your own abilities or that your voice has meaning and can be heard, then you really won't actually get anywhere and accomplish anything. Oh, that's deep. That's deep. All right, Sarah, what do you got? Um, I would say that I would want to help strengthen the bonds within our community. Um, and like I've, you know, I've done a lot of work with the DEI committee in the last two years. And so I think it's really important for us to, you know, understand that we're all coming from different backgrounds and different lived experiences. And so I think I would like to just help um, strengthen connections among men- members throughout this coming year. Awesome. Those are all just ooh, very deep responses. I like it. This might go a little bit more creatively than the last one. Zach from Utah asked, What may be an approachable or an easier way to explain what NABS does or what NABS is to a college student or a friend? Yeah, so Zach, um, I would say 
if we're talking about NABS in general and like a one minute message is that we're a network of blind students to help better ourselves along beside our fellow blind students and fight for equality, security and opportunity in the classroom and out of the classroom. So um, some of the things that I see is getting involved on our various campuses and kind of getting to bounce ideas and experiences off each other. Um, NABS is a very dynamic community of student leaders and students doing various different things. Like on our podcast tonight, like we even have, we have a communications and history major. We have hospitality and real estate, which is me. And we have computer science. We have all sorts of different experiences and backgrounds that allow us to bounce ideas off each other and experiences when it comes to um, in-classroom struggles or socialization struggles or whatever barriers students may have. So I would say that NABS is a community of students where we build meaningful connections. One of our strengths is that our members come from throughout the United States and we even have some international members as well. So we all bring our wealth of personal experiences and backgrounds to NABS and we are stronger for it. We collectively act, um, advocate for our rights. We host many fun and incredibly informative meetings and seminars and events where we build meaningful connections, where we have opportunities for networking and mentorship. And we, you know, constantly remind each other that blindness is not the characteristic that defines us or our future. Yeah. Louder and prouder. I would say that NABS is primarily a community where, you know, us as blind students come together to build each other up, make sure that we all are achieving our goals and also making sure that uh, we make it known out in society that we are able to achieve our goals and accomplish things just like anyone else. Um, you know, that goes with the whole blindness isn't what defines us thing. I love it. The emphasis here is community, right? So that that's, that's super empowering for a lot of blind students. All right. I have another question submission from Ellie from Colorado. Ellie asked, In your opinion, what is the best way for recruitment and an exciting way to get people involved with various committees? Yeah, so as for recruiting for committees, I would say invite your friends. Uh, NABS is always working on various different, very cool opportunities and um activities whether that's planning a regional seminar or doing a fundraiser or doing some sort of advocacy i i say if one way to bring somebody into the organization as a whole is to invite them to something where it gets them involved but does not put a a ton of pressure on them to do something and for instance one of my first experiences in the organization was washington seminar where i was asked to speak to a senator about the uh, Accessible Technology Affordability Act. Oh, wasn't that so transformative? Yeah, and it was really cool. I got to yeah. I got to see I got to speak to one of the senators when I lived in Minnesota, and it was something that I could feel I'm making a tangible difference in, but it's not putting a ton of pressure on me. So finding a way, and especially in NABS, just working on a fundraiser, whether that's registering for Walkathon and reaching out to friends and family to get pledge donations and climb the leaderboards. Um, and raise money for all the cool initiatives that we do or playing fantasy football and getting my butt kicked by 
Sean Calloway or Robert Parsons or whoever else is in our fantasy football leagues um, is, is a lot of fun. I highly suggest bringing somebody from your local state student division or just one of your friends that you know that may not be well known about the, or doesn't know much about the NFB as a ge- in general. Um, invite them because I guarantee that's why we're all still involved. We, we found something that we loved and just wanted to stay a part of it. I think to really increase involvement, something that would help is that to have some spaces where we can all like interact socially, like through Zoom and whatnot, because I really got involved in NABS in 2020 when quarantine first came along and NABS was doing the book club and the Saturday hangouts. And that's when I got to know the people. And that made me like I was interested in getting involved with committees because I knew some people and I liked some people and I was like, Oh, these people are great. Like I want to, you know, see what business is being conducted here. And so I think just like strengthening our community bonds through some social events and activities would help um, increase engagement with our committees as people build meaningful connections and want to get involved further with all of our fantastic members. Kyle. So I think there's two main components that I would say get people to get, you know, A, into the community and B, to get more involved. That would be like a personal invite. So actually you being a member of NAMS, reaching out to your friends who you think might be interested in it, um, because otherwise they're probably not going to find it or they're going to just take a quick glance and go, "Eh, well, I don't really know what they're doing. So whatever. And then the second part is addressing that second statement I just made of actually having some tangible things that NAMS does on your mind to tell them, hey, look at these cool things that we do. Um, And it could be thing, you know, it could be in-person gatherings like Washington Seminar or student leadership seminars or whatever. Or it could also just be, you know, the podcasts and fundraising uh, or fundraisers um, and things like that that you think that person may be interested in. Oh, I think you also hit it. That was good. That was really good. All right, guys. Can we almost believe we reached the final question for this podcast? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Daniel from Texas asks, What advice do you have for students who aspire to be more involved in leadership? Also, what made you want to serve in NABS in this type of role slash capacity? So thank you for the question, Daniel. Um, I say jump into it. Don't be afraid to say you want to become a leader. Don't say. Don't be afraid to um, get involved with a committee and see whether that's being a secretary for a committee or joining as a co-chair or even chairing a um, committee. Working on showing you can work on projects is definitely going to get, catch the eye of leadership and getting experience in doing the work that we do on a consistent basis um, will definitely be graciously accepted. And even once you get more involved, expected, and it's, it's really, really fun to see leaders grow as we all have throughout our NABS experiences. All right, Sarah, how would you answer this one? I would say that it's okay to start small to, you know, just be, it's totally fine if you just want to start as like a member of like a subcommittee working on a specific project, say like for fundraising or for LSAC, like it's totally fine to, you know, just dip your toe in and see how, how you feel like your 
you can contribute to a smaller group. And then what we really appreciate is consistency. Like if we see that like, Hey, this person's coming to all of our committee meetings. Um, Maybe we can trust them with like a larger project or trust them with a subcommittee, or maybe we could ask them to be our secretary. So I think is like, you can um, feel free to start in whatever capacity you feel comfortable with. And as long as you uh, stay consistent and as long as we, as leadership see that you're putting in the work, then we very much appreciate that. And we can move forward and, and ask you to do um, bigger projects and contribute in, in larger ways, if that's something that you're interested in. And to answer the second part of the question, I wanted to serve um, in this capacity because I truly love NABs. I believe in what we stand for with regards to advocacy and supporting each other and and pushing each other to achieve our goals and our dreams. And I wanted to contribute to NABS in a, in a bigger capacity than I had previously been doing. And so I was thrilled to have been slated and I was thrilled to have been nominated and and, um, thrilled to have been elected. So yeah. The triple thrills. Yes, exactly. All right, Kyle, go for it. I really like what Sarah said about, you know, starting small. So I started as just a member of the fundraising committee and then eventually served as a fundraising co-chair and before friending myself into my current seat as a board member. Starting small, A lets you figure out, like, is this really something you are passionate about? Is it really something that you have the time for? Do you agree with all the work that you're doing? And then I also think that uh, this is something that I personally didn't take as much advantage of in the beginning as I definitely could have of reach out to the leaders that you look up to. Ask them personally for advice because we don't bite. <laughs> and we know that, you know, that's our goal is to help everybody improve themselves because we're still, you know, learning and improving ourselves as well. And so that's an important aspect of, you know, learning of from the people that you look up to um and then for the second part i think i found myself into this position because i again also really enjoy the work that nams does and want to contribute back to it as well as i want to make sure that there are people there like there were for me to continue shaping nabs and continue empowering and you know keeping the community together that was so deep. Ooh. I also totally forgot that I did not answer the second part. Of yeah, go for it. Yeah, so um, for the second part of your question, I definitely echo Sarah and Kyle. Sorry, I had to clear my throat. But yeah, um, I I say we, we don't bite. Kyle bites a little bit, but... Um, Uh-oh, the signs <laughs> yeah, of aggression um, is there. But but yeah, I would just say reach bit. out. Just reach out. I got involved. I started showing up to fundraising committee meetings and started. I, I was super passionate about fundraising. Um, I have a little bit of a competitive side, and one of the first fundraisers I got to work on was Walkathon. So getting to yes. see how many, how many miles I could work, I could walk, and see if I could beat Kyle or Elizabeth Rouse with with the most miles a, a person could walk in a day that was a lot of fun for me and i 
definitely got to see where the money was going. And fundraising has one of the more tangible like results you can see. Like at the end of the year, we have this much money we raised, and it was kind of cool to see. Like, yeah, I helped do that, um, which led me to sticking around doing some work with the fundraising committee over the past few years, um, and just becoming a member of different committees because I I thoroughly think that the journey that I took, I, I'm very grateful for it because I got to experience being a member of legislative and self-advocacy DEI and outreach and membership um, alongside fundraising when I, when I could make those meetings and get to experience all that NABS has to offer each month. But yeah, I would say, yeah, we, I, I made the choice to reach out to the, the board and some some of their co-chairs and chairs to see what work is entailed and fell in love with it. And here, here I am. So that was really good. Thank you to our special guests, Hunter Keister, Kyle Garcia, and Sarah Luna. This episode has been produced by me, Sayun Choi and Kanchaktala. Visit us on the web at www.nabslink.org. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash nabspage. On Twitter and Instagram at nabslink. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.